week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Joe, and Dan. Hello. What a boost, you're back, my tribal chief. I am here after a short break. How are we all doing? Well, you're back as well. You weren't on last week. I was going to say, it was just me and Joe and some were saying it was the best episode they've ever heard. <laughs> the best episode fair, ever. Lads. I listened to it, and I've got to be fair, you guys smashed it. You held the fort. It was a great listen. The time, those 50 minutes flew by. I know, like you said, you guys have been doing the podcast a lot more than Taryn has. Where you been, Taryn? Well, that's what happens when you have house buys and children and all this kind of stuff. And unforeseen children, not plural. Well, <laughs> our children, our child. Um, yeah, so, but this should be, well, the thing is, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to record tonight because we had a smart meter fitted in our new house yesterday. And when they came to fit the smart meter, they did it all. And then he said, oh, in the black box feed where the actual electrical feed comes into your property, there's a hole and it's dangerous. And that box needs reporting because if somebody touches that, my hole, they'll basically die, he said. So I'll report it and somebody has to come out by eight o'clock today. This was yesterday um, to mend it or replace it because it's classed as an emergency. So about six o'clock, somebody did come out taped it up with tape that just says danger um, <laughs> next to the meter. And he said, oh, somebody will come out tomorrow to fix it. It's a two-man job. I can only make it safer now. Well, no one's turned up. And, I mean, they could very well turn up now because they could turn up too late. If they do, they're turning my electric off. So that'll be interesting for the rest of the pod. <laughs> but nobody's turned <laughs> up yet. And neither is my home shopping delivery from Asda. Don't order from Asda, everybody. We paid for delivery between one and three, and then we got an Most email. Most of us, Most well, of us just get... drive there and pick it up. Well, I know, well, I, well, I should have done. Then we got an email though saying, "Oh, it'll be with you between one and two. That's great." It's now quarter past six in the evening at time of recording, and it still hasn't arrived. So my day Listeners is going. Need brilliant. to tweet Asda. Hashtag where's Taron shopping? Everybody, that's the start of trend. Hashtag where's, where's my grub? I had Tara needs noodles. his beans, everyone. Tara needs his why beans. Put, let's put it so why put it between one and two o'clock? I'm pretty sure someone should be working between those hours. It's my oh, lunch oh. hour. And not only that, we chose the between one and three. The wife's off. She's on maternity, so she can accept the food in. Good save, because you went one to yeah. three. It was my lunch hour. <laughs> no, my one lunch hour is one to two. <laughs> no, they, they emailed and said that the estimated is between quarter past one and quarter past two, they said, um, even though we chose one till three. So, went, yeah, that's fine. Well, it's not here. Unless they mean quarter past one, quarter past two in the morning, which I won't be happy if they wake me up at that time. But, at least no. Karen will get his beans then. I will get my beans. I had to have noodles for my lunch because there's nothing in and Possibly tomorrow they, as well. If were they super? Up. Were they super noodles? Hey, no, they actually weren't. We got them from a Chinese shop called Kenji, or Japanese shop, or Korean shop. It's called Kenji. It's a chain. I don't oh, know if they don't... have any in Wales. No, we don't have that. We have the slow boat. That's about it. It's uh, Oh, it's not a takeaway. It's like a little supermarket shop. Oh, no, no, we, we don't have that. We have Asda. We, we like Asda's down here. We can get our beans on time. Yeah, the Speaking about getting things on time, though, Guess what we all bought right, what, today. A, what a perfect segue. I mean, can we just talk about... I, I, don't, I can't believe this actually happened. <laughs> so, 25 past 11, I open my Chrome and I go on to the Ticketmaster. I, mean, I you open know, my Chrome. Yeah, <laughs> kick, 
clicking on the link that I got that nobody else got to go straight to the end. No, we already know what the pre-sale code was. It doesn't matter. Yeah, ex exclusively through to there. And then I decided to go and do some work and completely forgot about it until 11.57 came up and Taron goes, eight minutes to go. I was like, obviously, it's three minutes by that point, but obviously I only saw his message. But you ran nearly back forgot. to my office. Yeah, I ran back How to my you office. you nearly forget? You've been waiting days to do it. Well, I wasn't expected to do it. It's one of those things. And then 11.57, got back to my office, was like, you know what, I'm going to open up a Microsoft Edge because if Liverpool Football Club has taught me anything, it's always best to open up two windows when you're joining a queue. So <laughs> join the queue, had Chrome up in one half of my window, Microsoft Edge on another. And one thing I've always started to do now is keep pressing refresh when you're going into that queue. Keep mm. pressing refresh on my Microsoft Edge. Chrome came up fourteen thousandth in the clue in the clue in the queue. Like, cool. Fair enough, I'll take it. Refresh Microsoft Edge. You're up next. I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> Went straight in. Bought me ticket. We're going to that clash at the castle. Taryn, you're welcome. Tell us your horror story, Dan. Yeah, so we were the same, and it was like you're seventeen thousand in the queue. I was speaking to uh, me dad as well. He was trying to help me get tickets, and he was like fourteen thousand in the queue, but. Before we knew it, there was only 250 quid ones left. And I wanted to get four tickets, but I couldn't get four. So I changed the search to two. And then it was telling me I got to pay 300, 400. Then I refreshed again, giving up, anxiety kicking in. All of a sudden, nope, you can be on the ground floor by the entranceway for 100 quid each. Lo and behold, five minutes later, we got our tickets. We're going to clash at the castle. So Grapplecast, all four of us will be in attendance. We will be representing, we will. We were we were talking just before the um, pod started recording, weren't we, about what time it started? Because I think we did conflicting reports because it, it effectively said on most of the websites that well, what me and Jamie thought was a three o'clock start, but you, you, Dan and Joe, were thinking not be more like seven o'clock start. Um, I have an answer. I have an answer. Ooh. This is from the Ticketmaster website that links to WWE.com. And it says here... They don't know. They it charge says, 15 quid services. Yeah, and it's a digital ticket, so they're not even printing anything. I don't know. Um, it says, WWE Clash at the Castle is the first major WWE stadium event to be held in the United Kingdom in more than 30 years. And will emanate from the Principality Stadium in Cardiff, Wales, on Saturday. More than the 3rd. thirty years. Yeah, more than thirty years. That's what it says. Sure. Well, that's not right, is it? Summer oh no, no, it will be just just August 29th, nineteen ninety two. Just over thirty years by three. At least by like a week. By yeah. Five. Days. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says. Um, it's on Saturday, September the 3rd, 2022. And here is the news you wanted to hear. Doors will open from 3pm and the event will start from 5.30, it says. Pre -show. So, I'll get the, I'll get the later train. I'll see you later. No, there's no need. So that either means... Yeah, that either means pre-show, well, pre-show half five, six o'clock, if it's going to be an hour, an hour and a half, event starts at seven, or pre-show, well, yeah, half, half four to half yeah, five. Yeah, you want to make a day of it, don't you, you know? 
people who are staying in Newport, you can go to the Potters for a breakfast to start it off with. The Potters, and I don't like Stoke, I just like the kit. No, hey. trust me, the Potters is the best breakfast in Newport. It's, really nice. No. nice the best pub. breakfast is Pierre's black pudding. Oh, the black pudding on Pierre's is so good on that. What is that? Is that at the Blackpool, is it? The Blackpool. The Blackpool. Yeah, what about the Newport? Newport is only a 15 minute train ride, as it says on www.com from Cardiff. It does. Can we get to Cardiff? We can have a tiny, tiny rebel beer. We can have a cutch. Nah, tiny rebel oh. tastes like piss. But we'll have a beer. Can you have? That's right. <laughs> You can't, but they will have put the prices up for that. They will, I don't believe me. Oh, mate, I know what we need to do. We need to go to Coyote Ugly because can you imagine like all of those wrestling fans in Coyote Ugly? Be the funniest thing. I get up on the bar and dance. All all I care about is because I will probably be there from the day before, I don't even care about Clash at the Castle as long as I can have my first ever. Taco Bell, since there's one in Newport oh. and Cardiff, oh. then that's all that matters for me. Well, good. Well, we'll have the Newport one because it'll probably be quieter in Newport. So we'll have that for our tea on. Well, when we get, no, it might be closed when we get back. St. Mary Street in Cardiff, which is literally right by your gate where you walk into the uh, principality, there, is a, there is a Taco Bell. I really wish I was in Cardiff early because um, I'd been in Cardiff and served wrestlers before in the coffee shop that I usually go to. Uncommon well, ground in Royal Arcade. Really. No one's stopping nah. us. Yeah, but just to get there to see, you know, um, Bailey ordering a flat white, nah, it's okay. Ding dong, hello, <laughs> I would like hello. a latte. No, she won't even be there. What's the, what's I the poster? Because... Oh, go on. I, I well, you know, I used to work in a coffee shop back in the day before uh, change jobs. And um, when I worked in there, you know, I served some famous faces, served rugby players, and all sorts. So I leave, I go to the insurance and change jobs. Then I get a message off one of my uh, former colleagues saying, "Oh, have you checked out? Have you checked our Instagram?" Checks Instagram. Baby and um, Sasha Banks came in for a coffee and live tweeted the entire thing. Literally a week after I finished that job. Had a dream there, that I made it. <laughs> na, 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 na. Now I mean, I've left. I just look. I just company and the shit fact on it. That Dan just likes throwing all these segues out right now because Sasha Banks. Joe, yeah, what do you but think? He's, no, because he's thrown a segue in at the wrong place. Because <laughs> I was just going to ask what we think a preliminary card might be for Clash at the Castle. Oh. You see, because the post, the poster has got. Well, this is who's on the poster. Do we think any, if not all, will be at the event? So, of course, taking centre stage, Drew McIntyre has now forgot that he's Scottish and he's Welsh, so he's there with his sword. He's Celtic, Taryn. He's Celtic. Fair enough. And then Roman Reigns, of course, now is Welsh because he's right there in the background as well. Um, we we've got Seth Rollins, Bianca Belair. Edge, Becky Lynch, and Cody Rhodes all on the poster. Mm-hmm. So, just throwing it out there now. I think we mentioned this a few weeks ago when it first got announced, but just in case we any of us has changed any minds, what do we think some of the matches realistically are that that, that we, we could see? Well, the um, I heard the radio advert for it today on Absolute Radio, and they they uh, build um, Ronda Rousey, and then they went card subject to change. Well, right of course, end, she's not even on the poster. Focused. She's the SmackDown all... Women's Champion. She's not even on the poster. 
if we all think of three matches, so I think it's evident that we're going to have Drew McIntyre versus uh, Roman Reigns. That's going to be the name. Oh, he's changed. Yeah, he changed his story now. For five months, he's been going on Tyson Fury versus Drew McIntyre. No, I still no, think Tyson Fury. Is still think I reckon Tyson Fury versus Omos now. Oh, Lord. That's the big I, main I think that we all want to see. If he doesn't no, have a match... It's a smack Drew McIntyre <laughs> up, he said. If he doesn't have a match, he'll appear, he'll appear at the yeah. event, I think. And I want to see Mark Andrews versus Ricochet no. for the Intercontinental title. Terrible, terrible. I okay, don't... What, what do you think, then? What's your, what's your thoughts? It'll be, it'll be Reigns and McIntyre. And I'm wondering whether or not that's finally the match where... They drop the title because where better place to do it in the UK? Somebody credible has beat Reigns without him looking weak because it's McIntyre. McIntyre gets the big win being British, um, you know, and he can eventually drop it back to Reigns again soon. But I, I think t- timing is everything, and that's the perfect timing to to do that there. Um, so I think we'll see that. We will see Cody Rhodes in a singles Cody. match. We will see him against Seth Rollins. In no, no, <laughs> for the seventy-sixth time. He will move on then to somebody like Kevin Owens by then. So somebody like Cody Rhodes versus Kevin Owens, um, which will be a decent enough match. We'll get Bianca Belair versus that could even be a triple threat match, like Bianca versus Oscar versus Becky Lynch, something like that. I, I, I think we'll see. I don't think we'll see. I don't know why. I've just got a feeling we won't see Ronda Rousey. I don't know if there's something in her contract that might be like, oh, I know she's the SmackDown Women's Champion now, but whether or not she'll make the trip over to the UK, I'd like, I'd like to, to think so. I'd hope so. I could wear my T-shirt. Um, <laughs> stop me having to buy one when I'm there. I say that, of course I will. I'll spend a stupid amount of money on a T-shirt like everybody else does. But no, I think we'll... Yeah, I think we'll get to see that because I think the titles will still be unified, so there will only be one world championship still at that point. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's realistically what what we'll see. Do you got any other thoughts, Joe, on anything else that I haven't mentioned? Um, I think Ronda Rousey's going to be on the show, possibly against Sasha Banks. I would like to um, agree with you. The main event is going to be Drew versus Roman. Tyson Fury will probably just, if he doesn't have a match, he'll definitely have an appearance because he said he'll be there. And I would like to see like a like a battle royal with like all the NXT UK superstars because obviously it's in the UK. I would like them to showcase the UK superstars considering they have like a performance centre in London. So like an NXT battle royal, the winner gets like a call-up. That's like whoever wins gets a call-up to the main roster. It's not the island. <laughs> wild, wild boar! You have been selected. <laughs> I am. I'm wondering whether or not it's Reigns versus McIntyre and Tyson Fury's on the front row, and he distracts McIntyre, and that's how Reigns wins, and that sets up a match for them against each other at SummerSlam. SummerSlam's the pay per view before. Of course it is. I'm thinking it's said to um, No, what there'll be a there'll be another Saudi event after Clash at the Castle. Yes, in October. October. There you go. Then they'll pay the money for Tyson Fury in Saudi as well. So that'll be that. So you're saying Roman Reigns is now going to win? I'm saying if they want to take the title off Roman and put it back to that is 
where the timing is perfect and it would make sense. But it would also make sense if they're wanting the Saudis to pay money for Tyson Fury, so something's perfect and for that to happen as well. Bit of a cop out for everybody at the show, but that's that's what, what it's what not that a is. cop out. How better would you put over a heel than for him to come into your country and beat your ass down and get everyone in Wales to acknowledge their tribal. Yeah, but then who's the face in the heel between Tyson, Tyson Fury and Drew McIntyre? I know, I don't understand how it's going to finish. I'm just saying Roman Reigns will win God, so in Wales, England. Win take all. How many, um, how many red buses and red buses in the House of Parliament? How many times are we going to see all of those in the promos as well? I mean, Dan just completely went over what I said. But I did, I did. I'm just seeing the red buses. My tribal chief. No, after that, Taron and Joe got it. Wales, England. Come on, Wales, West England. England. <laughs> the amount of American podcasts I've heard saying, yeah, you're coming over to England, man. They're going to Cardiff in England. I'm like, Cardiff's the capital of Wales, not England. And then I'm hearing him like, I listen to the podcast later. Like, yeah, just see, it's Cardiff away, Wales. Just a stone throw away from Newcastle. Just well, I find it funny on WWE. big stone. <laughs> There's a Q&A session on WWE.com, like um, what's around, how to get there, all that type of stuff. And then the section at the bottom literally says, what else is there to do in Wales during my visit? <laughs> and it lists five or six different things you can go and do and see while you're in Cardiff or Wales. Ooh. Nowhere does it mes- mention Cardiff Castle, yet they are basing the event Taurus around... Castle. Clash at the castle. The stadium is next to the castle. Can I guess what they? Put? It's not even in the things. Go, go for the five. Go on. Um, let me get, let me I've get never. I've again. been to Cardiff once with you, Taryn. Don't think we even did it. When he came to visit, I me think we Newport, went out to some yeah. place. Let me guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you go to Cardiff, you have to go to Cardiff Bay, the nice marina area with loads of restaurants. Is that and on the dining five? experience? Is that on the five? When it, it kind of just talks about it all within a paragraph. So give, give me um, some Saint, things that Saint, you think it might be. St. Fagans. Uh, so if you don't know what St. Fagans is, it's a historical medieval... It's a medieval village that they've maintained to a standard of like ye olde times. I've got like huts made up, poo and stuff. Is that on there? This no. is what it says. So it says, what else can I do while visiting Cardiff and Wales to attend WWE Clash at the Castle? Get the train to London, please. (laughs) Cardiff, the capital city of Wales, is a compact, friendly city. Okay. Fair enough. Enjoy world-class museums displaying internationally renowned art collections or shopping in both historic Victorian shopping arcades and at big brand stores throughout the city. Make sure to visit... Get, Get ready for this. Make sure to visit Cardiff Bay, a modern waterside yes. development and home of the Wales Millennium Centre, a host venue for Wales National Opera and touring popular music and theatre productions. See, um, see the Visit Cardiff website for more details about your trip. Whilst in Cardiff, this is where you'd expect them to enter the castle since you're branding your whole premium live event around the castle. And it's literally across and the it's room. next door to the castle. Taking some of the wonders that Wales has to offer. Plan your trip with help from Visit Wales, 
Learn about the dramatic UNESCO slate landscapes of North Wales, the rolling hills and market towns of Mid Wales, the award-winning coast and teeming wildlife of West Wales, and the urban scenes of South Wales. That's <laughs> I didn't realise how far everything is away. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, if you go North Wales, it's pretty much the same distance as where you guys live. It's sort of it, up, it like, takes. Yeah, if I was to go to North, if I was to go to like Prestatyn from here. Um, an hour, an hour, an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, Clended no, starting Yeah, yeah. I assume that's North Wales to our international listeners. Yeah, real, real, real. So yes, just roll your eyes. Is real, real. That's a thrilling experience. It certainly is. We're excited. I'm excited now we got the tickets. We will be representing. We'll be banned from wearing any Grapplecast merchandise going in because they'll probably say, you're not allowed that. It's advertising. We won't be able to. T- Are no, we going to take this a... Where, no. Where's this man's forehead, you'll say? <laughs> Are we, we going to take a sign? What, what's no one takes signs anymore, do they? Well, no one we can have to. see behind me. <laughs> we have to get on yeah. Botcher Mania by holding up like Crash Bandicoot's better than Ghost of Tsushima, those types of signs. Yeah, yeah. if we want to get on Botcher Mania, like rated minus five stars or... At Grapplecast Show. I think we yeah, need man. to make a point to the fact that there are a lot of people out there that aren't happy with yes. the pricing specifically the travel packages that they're doing. And when I say travel packages, they're not really travel packages because they're kind of just packages for people that are already there. Um, the packages include a five-star hotel, for, not even necessarily front row, it just says ringside seats, but it does say somewhere in the disclaimer that could be the first two or three rows. Meet and greet with the superstars and then some merchandise. I mean, the top package, the platinum package, I'm sure it's got a bit more for the price. We're talking four thousand pounds. I mean, that's six six and a half thousand dollars. We're talking over to America for WrestleMania for that. Oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? You know, if somebody said, "Here's the money," I won't pay that myself. But here's the money. Use it to go to Clash at the Castle or WrestleMania. I'd be going to WrestleMania and having a little bit of a holiday abroad whilst I was there. But you know, six thousand dollars if we want to look at it that way for a three to four hour, and it might not even be four hours because a lot of these premium live events have been hit only hitting the three hour marks lately yes you'll get the pre-show which is free for everybody anyway so if we want to say anything from three to five hours including the pre-show but four thousand pounds six thousand dollars it's a hell of a lot of money. And and we're talking, I think we looked at £1,500, didn't we, there or thereabouts, £1,500. So we're talking a good maybe $2,200 just for our inside seats, no hotel, meet and greet, anything. It's WrestleMania prices for, when I say local, you know what I mean, for people that are already in Britain. Or, and you know, and Cardiff is an easy destination to get to. You can get to Cardiff even on a train from most places within. And when I'm saying most places, like Central England and even down south in England, so within four to five hours, if that, on a train, it's very accessible. So it is fairly local to an extent. We're not talking driving or flying across different states in America to get to an event. So for WrestleMania prices for an accessible show it's pretty extortionate yeah it's it's ridiculous to be fair 
like you think of other things, you go see Champions League final, you go see the Rangers in Seville. You know, oh, we'll be watching so many, that tonight. Heat. <laughs> so many things oh, you could, what do you do for that amount of money? You know, going to see Rangers go on a cruise for two grand. Yeah, exactly. go on the Jerry cruise. <laughs> yeah, man. Could. Where you where you go to uh, was it what was the old Nassau in the Bahamas for ten days? It'd be worth getting the Jericho bit. Ah, it does look like good fun, but I always like when they show the eclipse of that. You're like, how many women are on that cruise? <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> but yes, Clash at the Castle. We are looking forward to it. We've made our arrangements for the tickets. We know where we're staying. We're crushing it yours. We just need to sort out our travel arrangements. We will be getting the train. It's quicker and more convenient than driving. So there's another £100, but... Um, yeah, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We will. So that's Clash at the Castle. How exciting! Um, just before we move on to the next part, uh, a small little disclaimer announcement from myself is that after nearly two years coming up this January of doing the podcast, it's no longer going to be part of my life because I've decided this is it for me now. Um walking out of the podcast and got to leave my microphone behind on the boss's table. There was contractual and creative differences throughout the wars. And I decided that Naomi agrees with me and we'll both go in. We've had enough. This is it. Balls to you all. I'm going. Um, of course I'm not. Of course I'm not. But Sasha Banks and Naomi, allegedly, is it a work? Is it not? Who knows? Does anyone care? Isn't that the question? But Sasha Banks and Naomi, apparently, allegedly, we will say, um, have walked out, and not just walked out of the company, but walked out mid-show, live during Monday Night Raw, and reports have said that they effectively had to change the main event on the fly because, yeah, they said, we've had enough. We're, we're, we're gone. I mean, what's our thoughts on that? I don't think it's a work. Joe, Joe thinks it's a work. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when there's problems in WWE or there's releases, you know, if there's problems backstage, like you see on the dirt streets, but WWE never officially comment on it. Like WWE are literally like, within like a couple of hours this happened, like they had a press release they mentioned it on Raw. I'm like, WWE never acknowledged, you know, what's going on backstage. And I think in the statement it said, oh, during a scripted segment of our program, they had like eight hours to but prepare that's interesting. for a match. They mentioned that though, isn't it? The yeah. fact that it was scripted, you know, I think. Yeah, it, it was like a whole statement. Like they had eight hours to prepare. They said they had a problem with like the people they, who they were wrestling and they wrestled them before. And... I said was the the statement I thought was very weird. It was worded very weirdly as well. It's, now, from from what I heard, um, it was basically it, things. I don't know how deep it goes. They're saying that coming up to WrestleMania, they both promised like big marquee matches. Um, but what was going to be happening is the Hell in the Cell. They had penciled in that it was going to be Naomi facing uh, Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Title, and they were going to have Sasha Banks facing. Um, Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Title. They were gonna like kind of get them to do singles runs, but they're still the tag champs. Um, I think they basically went, well, you gave us the tag titles, we made 
Ch- you know, we made um, chicken salad. Like, give us our props. I think they were saying, well, we're putting you in a six-pack challenge. And they were, well, we don't want we're tag team champions. Like, it makes no sense for us to be wrestling each other. We should be tag champs. We should be building a division. Um, so uh, apparently they thrown everything about saying no, we don't agree with it. The um, the bookers that they had didn't agree with the stuff as well. So in the midst of it happening, apparently they walked out. This wasn't shit. What's that? Molly Holly was one of the producers of the book. I think, that, I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was all up in arms, but apparently it depends who you listen to. And there's tons of wrestlers tweeting out about it. Everyone chucking in the five cents. Even Matt Cardona talked about being thrown off a stage in a wheelchair that nobody cared about. Um, but um, they're all chucking it in, basically saying that they don't feel that Naomi would have walked out. They all think it's Sasha Banks leading the way. Um, to be fair. I, I would have walked out if they told me I had to listen to another Sasha Banks broken scroll sessions. But I hope they I hope they pick, piece it together. Um, I think they got quite a while on their contract. And Sasha Banks is a big money player. She's in the Mandalorian. You know, she's Snoop Dogg's cousin. She's very well known. Um, you know, she's one of the. But if you said Sasha Banks, even a casual viewer knows who that is. Um, so I think it will get worked out. But I, I think it's probably to do with the storylines. When I hear there's a six pack challenge, and then there's Dewdrop dropping there, Nikki Ash two of which haven't won a match in God knows how long. And then you've got Lacey Evans coming back, trying out for return. Well, why, why is she not in the match? And then all of a sudden they scrap those two together and then put Asuka versus Becky Lynch in the main event. It seemed a little bit wishy-washy slapdash, but um, I don't think we'll really know what the true story is. Maybe in 20 years' time they'll do a dark side of the ring about it, but I think it's just Sasha Banks chucking her toys out of the pram again, to be fair. I, I read the statement should i say that they put out and yeah like i was just saying to joe then it's very interesting that they mentioned that they were a scripted company but do we think that they it, that this could be real and that the reason that they've done it is because they they don't do this normally and it's a way to almost embarrass them for doing That's it like a, a form of punishment is to almost em- embarrass them by going look You've, we're, we're publicly acknowledging that you walked out in the, not just of the company, but in the middle of a show, you're not professional. And we're now basically having to tell people that our, I mean, everyone knows anyway, but you know what I mean? We're basically having to tell our audience that this isn't real and it's scripted um, because of what your actions are. And this is on you. This is, this is your fault. And it's just a way to embarrass them. You were saying, Jamie? No, that's what I agree with completely. If they were doing it, it's kind of like a punishment to be like, well, if you're going to walk out and we have to change our main event, this is a reason why. I mean, it's your fault, really. And it's kind of that naming and shaming because if nothing came out of it, you could just say WWE were just not agreeing with what they were saying and whatever. And that could still be the case that you're just clashing. Whereas now they've kind of... Clashing at the castle, clashing at the castle. I mean, you want to talk technical terms of being a little bit more professional. Obviously, they were ahead of the curve and got in front of it all before they could post anything out on social media. Whether that's the truth or not, there you go. But Sasha and Naomi couldn't post their own version of the truth out before theirs. So that's what you go first. She's got history with this Sasha Banks, hasn't she? It's Mm -hmm. maybe a couple of years ago. Now it might have been. Time goes quick. She disappeared for six months, didn't she? Threw her toys out of the pram. We COVID, don't, we don't know the full story. I think so. And then obviously they dangled the carrot in front of her, and she eventually came back. But you know, only a year or so later, she's well, effectively done the same thing, but taken someone with her. 
And Naomi as well, who's obviously, I'd say she's proper company woman. She's obviously been in total. She Jesus seems to be well respected. Obviously, she, she's yeah. married to one of the Usos. Like, she's done a lot with the company. So, and she's always one of those people that always has a Royal Rumble moment. She's always there. Every time we expect her in a singles match, you always expect her to win because they always push her for God knows what reason. But there you go. It, oh, I don't know. I don't know if if you had to put money on it, then Joe. If Joe, if you had to put your Clash at the Castle tickets oh, on the line, <laughs> is uh, this is this is serious now? Your Clash at the Castle ticket on the line is this real or is it a work? Oh, I think it's a work. I mean, WWE, as I said, don't, whenever there's problems backstage, they never really acknowledge it. The fact that they have acknowledged it, I don't know, as soon as I saw it in the morning and you shared it on our little group chat, and I was like, I was like, oh, it's a work. There's like, no way where they say something like, if there's problems backstage, they don't really acknowledge it normally. Like, that's some session that they kind of like, they kind of didn't really acknowledge it, so I think this time it's like part of a storyline, and it's not real. Would I put my Flash of the Castle ticket on the line? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> not after the audacity he had to go through. Yeah, exactly. No, he didn't have to go through anything. I did it all. He didn't even check his phone for two hours. Yeah, I was in, I was in the office, so um, they have a rule in the he office. He was you know, rocking back and phone. forth. Hoping and praying that those tickets came through. Friend of the show, Dean. Put himself had... in admin so he can't take any calls. I know, of... I know what you do. Friend of the show, Dean, and podcast reject Bradley. Um, <laughs> without a ticket, I assume, or have they been able to grab one? No, I messaged Bad who just said, thanks for trying. Then I told him that I checked again and actually he could still get tickets. He went, oh, yeah, no worries, mate. So I think he might not be... Um, I'm not sure. Dean's got a lot of family, so he might be able to get himself a ticket with his family. Um, but he hasn't replied. I think he's sulking. Um, so guess we'll find out soon. We'll keep you posted, but I think he's having a sulk because we didn't manage oh, to get any tickets. We will find out. We will find out live on Saturday, the whatever date we said it was. The September 3rd. September. You don't even know what date uh, it is. Stephanie Stadium. <laughs> will that roof be open or will it be closed? Spoiler. It'll be closed. Will you be having any um, any Welsh cakes or barra brief or cowl or Welsh rabbit? I ate Simon my... cow. No cow, just cowl. It's just cow. I ate my fair share of Welsh it's cakes stew. when I lived in Wales for nine years. Do they do sell yeah, them? Cowl is May I make Does it wicked have Welsh potatoes cakes? in it? Potato. Yes. Then I'm good, thank you for the. Jamie office. doesn't like potatoes unless it's chips. Well, what about <laughs> Welsh cakes? Like Welsh cakes are basically. I've never flat had a Welsh scones. cake. They are flat like... scones with sugar on top. They're lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I assume I would like that. I watched a video of Welsh's favourite daughter, Lucy Jones, eating one. It was a very good video. Oh I God. make the best Welsh cakes. We're just going to throw that out there. I make the best. Well, why are we well, going to buy some when we come and crash over? Then he's baking Friday. That's what he's them. doing. Well, he can't. I'll be there. He's got to entertain yeah, me on the Friday Saturday. night. He's got to entertain. He's got to take me to Taco Bell on the Friday night. No, the Friday night. You know what that is? It's Dynamite Night on ITV. So you'll be watching that. Oh yeah, I'll be catching because um, no, it's not live. Really it, good at the it? moment on a Friday night. I don't know if you, if uh, the UK viewers 
of uh, this podcast will be uh, in agreement. But um, you've usually got at 10 o'clock, you've got NXT UK on BT Sport. This week, they've got a dog collar match between Eddie Dallas and um, the Wild Bull, which is going to be incredible. Um, and then just after, at 11 o'clock, they've got AEW Dynamite on. So you can literally go from NXT UK and then you can watch that straight away. And then when that finishes, yeah, one o'clock, you've got SmackDown on as well. When are AEW going to announce this UK show they'll be waiting to announce for two years? It's happening September 4th. <laughs> Probably at, at the <laughs> MK Dons and the Milton Keynes Dons <laughs> Arena. At the Fulham yeah, Arena. Fulham. At Craven Cottage. Oh, yeah. It's hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fulham. Yeah, Fulham. <laughs> at least don't Craven. pronounce them all right, though, over there, because Tony Khan will tell them. It's Fulham. No, they've still got it's the MJ a, statue outside here. It's a stone's throw from Norwich. No, this is a funny <laughs> story, actually. Um, I actually found out the other day that the MJ statue isn't there anymore. It's actually in the uh, football museum in Manchester. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got like um, all like history of football and stuff, and apparently that MJ statue's in there. Oh, interesting. Oh, well, then I won't be going to... A trip to Manchester just so you can get that picture of MJ. That's it, Madame to Swords. (laughs) I'm not going all the way to Craven Cottage for the AEW if the MJ statue isn't there. I only want us to go and see him in situ. I'd rather see that statue than that tin part show. Will they have the 20,000 people waiting at midday to get the AEW tickets, do you reckon? Yeah, well... Wherever it is, it'll sell out the first AEW show over here. If it is at Craven Cottage, I mean, what's Craven Cottage's capacity for getting around? I'd say 25. Let's have a look. Craven. I mean, don't get the word for a while. They're saying 75,000 for the Principality. I know it can hold, actually, a lot more, but they're saying 75. I suppose it can always open up a lot more seats if if it does sell it. 20k for Craven Cottage, but that's obviously before some form of time transport in there and seats on the floor. We were saying this earlier as well, Jamie, weren't we? Just going back to Clash at the Castle. I feel like we've gone back to this all time now, but the seating this plan the, is Clash at the Castle. It is. The seating plan, the entrance is Titan entrance is in the middle where um I think you said that didn't you when the rugby players come out with this yeah. primarily a rugby stadium. Which says to me then are they? It doesn't look like they're going to have a proper Titantron. They most probably, because all the seats in and around where the Titantron would be in the centre of uh, are available. So, do you remember a couple of years ago at the Royal Rumble? Yeah. They the one where Edge returned and they had that kind of just like LED boards on the floor and they kind of came up some steps. Do you remember, like two or three steps to come up? And I think it's just going to be something simple like that. And anyone who's seen um, Wales in the rugby, I know that the massive pyro flames that come out of the ground as well. You can see that almost like there's a dragon breathing fire at the ground. I think it's gonna look absolutely incredible. And then so we can play be some it on quality w- pyro. Yeah, and we can play it on W two K twenty three then. Yes, yes. It probably will. Somebody by them will have already made it on two K creations. <laughs> Definitely, I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be good to see the. You know the wrestling community out and about. What's going to be funny is the people around Cardiff who don't know the event's going to go on. 
I was speaking to some people, they went, oh, it's, it's just the wrestling. You don't think it's going to sell out, do you? I'm is like, that that yes. wrestling you've been to see? You do is that know wrestling? Oh, is Hulk Hogan going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you've probably all spent a lot of money, but I don't want to burst your but you do know it's fake, lads, don't you? you do who's, know, that, don't. who's that wrestler that you used to like back in the day? The one with the T-shirt, the 516? <laughs> Whatever is the masked five one six that you used to like so every much. Every time you, oh, you go to a wrestling right. event, <laughs> every time you go to a wrestling event, there's always some older person in the sixties or seventies who goes, "Oh, you're going to see that wrestling, are you? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh, I remember watching it on TV. Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks. <laughs> I used to sit down and watch that during Saturday lunchtime. Yeah, yeah apparently that was the only match Changed that was a on. Bit that's now. what everyone remembers. That's what everyone remembers. Forget that. Every week. Thousands and thousands of matches over the yeah, years. You know it's fake, though, Taryn, don't you? You do know it's fake, don't you? Well, I hope they don't say that to me. I don't want them breaking my heart just before I'm about to go to Clash well, at the Castle. Let's, let's go for all of this, Dan, because I'm sure you've heard it several times as well. What is your reaction when somebody says you do know it's fake? I usually say, oh, well, you watch Coronation Street, don't you? And yeah. that's all scripted. And that's even worse acting. Um, I, and oh, sometimes I just go, yeah, I do realise, but it's something I just enjoy watching. I think it depends on the person. Somebody's being quite snotty about it. I'm like, well, you watch Gogglebox, so... You know, you watch shows that are worse off than I than I watch. watch Mission yeah. Gogglebox is real. That's real people watching <laughs> that real is reality. Shows. You watch Game of Thrones, <laughs> SHP. There you go. Yeah. But you know, it's something go that on, we Joe. enjoy watching. You can suspend your disbelief. Um, go on, Joe. I shared this the other day. Um, if I said on... it's fake, Joe, why are you watching that shit? I, I, I go. Understand. You watch the only way is Essex for God's sake yeah. and made in Chelsea. That's fake reality. That's even worse, so you've got nowhere to comment. And it's just going to with sports entertainment. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> knows. One person Sorry, that we won't see and clash at the castle because he will have already wrestled his final ever match will be Ric Flair. He's finally retiring, guys, after all these years. You Wait, know, for, oh, forget God. the 2005 or six, whatever year it was, retirement. That's been and gone. It's been and gone. It's now time. He's doing a, um, a Terry Funk. He's retiring for the 400th time. And if anybody's missed this, it's the news that for the last few months or certainly a few weeks, Ric Flair has been training for an in-ring return. I think we've all seen the video, or I certainly have, of him training with Jay Lethal um, mm -hmm. in either Flair Ooh, yeah. or Jay Lethal's garage, by the looks of it, garage. Um, garage. And I watched it, and yeah, you can still go, but that was a 30-second clip of <laughs> Jay Lethal very much carrying him. But no, he's he's coming out, retirement, one, one more match, last ever match, allegedly, only. Um, a yet unnamed opponent because it came out yesterday that his opponent had been announced to be Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, who was also coming out of a semi-retirement because he still wrestles every now and again. But however, this morning, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat did announce that he was no longer facing Ric Flair. Or not even no longer facing, I think he just said, oh no, I'm not facing him. But I, from what I've read on the dirt sheets, it was going to be him and he signed it. And I think there was quite 
there was a fair bit of negative backlash. I don't know whether Flair was expecting people to go, oh my God, this is great. I'm coming out. Yeah, Flair's coming out of retirement. I can't wait to see it. Didn't really see much of anybody saying, wow, great. I think people going, this is terrible at 73, 74 years old. I don't think Ricky the Dragon Steamboat wanted that, you know, reporting that feedback. I mean, God forbid something happened to Ric Flair at his age and Ricky Dragon Steamboat, one of the greatest in-ring technicians of all time, technically being classed as being responsible for causing whatever may happen to Ric Flair. Um, hopefully nothing does and it might go up without a hitch and fingers crossed it does. But also at the same time, you know, Ricky Dragon Steamboat himself isn't a spring chicken himself. He's an older gentleman as well. I have more confidence in Ricky the Dragon Steamboat being able to perform a little better than, than Flair at this stage in their careers, if you want to say they've still got careers. But, uh, yeah, what what are so, our initial thoughts on this? Well, but throwing a question back at you and to everybody else, if he's not facing Steamboat, who could he have his swan song against? Who would you pick if you had to pick one well, I I thought before they announced it, it was going to be Jay Lethal. Because that would make sense because of the feud they added TNA, the whole woo-woo-woo-woo and all that, and the fact that he's been training him up. So I thought, well, to me, you, you can almost rehearse that match move by move uh, the way that they have been doing and basically just go out and act that match out move by move without yeah. calling it on the fly. But so so I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you what might not want it. All right. Go on. It's Sting! <laughs> oh, God, don't say that. It will be. Oh, God, Tony Khan, he'll be booking it after Ric Flair's last ever match. He might come out of it all right, Ric Flair. And he might I know go, who oh, I want it to be. Bad. Go on. I want it to be Maxwell, Jacob, oh. Friedman, MJF. And he has to do the lash-ins and everything to get the match. To me, Jay Lethal makes sense now with the Dragon Steamboat's doing it. I have confidence in to be able to carry him. I, I don't, I, I just, yeah, who, who else could it be? That, that is the question. Who else could it be? Like, realistically. Well, it, would, it wouldn't be somebody from AEW. I don't think that they'll have somebody from AEW there. I think it'd be somebody that's coming up on the indies or, you know, I would like it to be someone like Cesaro. You would look after him, but he's asking mega bucks. You'd, like a Jonathan Gresham would be quite good. You know, pass the torch on to the next generation. No, he's been stripped um, of the progress world title. Even like a Dalton Castle, you know, he's got the flamboyant clash um, at the Dalton. Clash at the Daltons, yeah. I think it depends on the style. What sort of match do you want? Do you want it to be one where he's looked after? Do you want it to be a classic? You know, you want to you want to make him look the best. So you need somebody who even I, I wish it would be against somebody like a Dolph Ziggler because he'd make him look at ten thousand bucks. Like, yeah, I, I uh, right. Does anybody want to see this? No. No. Does anybody want to see it, though, out of curiosity, though, of course? Like, will we check it out? Because I'll check it out afterwards. But I I don't care whether it happens or not. I don't particularly want it to happen because I'm sure nothing will go wrong. But I I just just can't imagine it's going to be very good. I'm happy to... I'd rather watch Cassius Ono versus um, What's-His-Face in the Heritage Cup Rules match. Heritage Cup Rules match. That's it. Yeah, I'd rather see that again. Watch that. Is he still in NXT UK, Siskarlet? Yeah, he's the assistant to the general manager, Johnny Saint. Um, he's really good, actually. He's quite good. He talks What happened to that Asher, voice? So what happened to that vo- I mean, I'm talking three years ago, when it's, or four years ago, when NXT UK launched. Jo- so Johnny Saint is still the GM, is he? 
Yeah, but he's hardly ever there. He, he, I was going to say, he probably pops up once every six months, I assume. He popped up for the contract signing for Dragunov and um, Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin, unfortunately, and not, he, so. And he doesn't have that guy who stands in the ring and basically talks for him anymore. Well, that's Sid Scala. Sid Scala, basically. But doing there was that somebody else, though, wasn't there? He was doing that. It was just an unknown, just like he's representing. Almost, yeah, but they, got, they basically really got Sid got doing everything now. Um, but I think he's more there to help with the training and, and passing on the knowledge of the old British reigns and the British wrestling style. Rick Flair versus Johnny Saint. <laughs> get, it, get, get it booked. In Maybe 30 words, years ago, I think. In the words of Marvin from Jingle All the Way, Tarry. We don't want, we don't it. want it! We don't want it! <laughs> it's the booster. It's the booster. Of we don't want matches. it. it we booster. don't want it. It is the booster. Nobody the wants the will. We don't want it. <laughs> Dash your dance and plants a group of carnage boots and to beat the doll. <laughs> you well, can give us the name of all Santa's reindeer. Can we watch Jingle all the way in September? I mean, yes, we can. I mean. It is a Christmas film, but Die Hard came out in July, so banned. The Christmas decorations might be up in Cardiff when you come down as well, yeah. Oh, earlier and earlier every year. <laughs> it should have just been Christmas at the Castle they should have done as the event. Oh, oh but let's not forget there is no castle because they didn't even include it in their things to see. <laughs> it's right bloody next to the stadium. I'm dreaming of a Welsh Christmas. We don't want it. <laughs> we don't want it. <laughs> right then. Let's finish off this week with a quality quiz. Who's in last place, Darren? <laughs> oh, actually, before I mean, we do the you quality didn't even give quiz, the point last week. God knows when you even did the points last. Um, Can we well, go through the, the pay per view scores? By I the way, I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that because we weren't here last week. Let's have a quick look. So keep me at number one. You very know quickly. How it goes. Very quickly. Can, can we no justify some of there. these predictions, Dan? So. The pay-per-view <laughs> prediction table before I add it up was Jamie on 28, Dan on 24, and me and Joe both on 22. So the SmackDown Women's Championship, the only two people that said Ronda Rousey would win was both me and Jamie. So that is a point for each of us there. Um, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. The only <coughs> person who said Cody Rhodes was Jamie, so he also <laughs> got the point for that. Um, the six man, the only oh, person one I got wrong. <laughs> the only person that said Russo was me, so I'm the only one who got a point. Everyone else said RK Bro, my tribal chief. So that is a point for me. I thank you. Um, oh, thank AJ you. Styles, Edge, we all went for Edge. So we're all getting a point there. Let me just add this on. Okay. Um, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss. We all said Madcap Moss. So that's fine. So we all get a point for that. Oh, look at these schools and. Oh, for God's sake. Just when I thought I was coming up to a solid second. I was about to go second here, and I've lost it on choosing Bobby Lashley over <laughs> Omos. Everybody got a point apart from me. And that would have put me in second place if I got a point. 
I only got one match wrong. Good Lord. So and it should have been RK, bro. It should have been me. Bro. So the points table now shows Jamie on 33, me on 20. Oh, sorry. Dan on 27, me on 26, and Joe on 25. Oh, so there we are. So that's that. So let's finish off with the quiz then. So. All right then. The quiz itself, Dan is, of course, top on seven. Joe is on three. Jamie's on two. I'm on one, allegedly. I still don't know. (laughs) But I've not been here, to be fair. He's hosting the quiz. Hey, no, I thought it was Joe's turn. No, it ain't. Oh, I'll just quickly write one. Now I will. I'm joking. Right, I've got one here. Oh, no, what have I done? What's he done, everyone? Right. So, like, we all know Dan's so, getting the point anyway, Joe. This week, <laughs> it is 10 questions about Wales. On a very <laughs> topical, no, not about Wales, very topical, no googling or conferring on about this clashes. Rick Flair quiz. Oh, my God. Here we go. I wrote these yes, on my own. He did that out. helicopter. So, and just so you know, because you didn't ask me, I want him to face Tommy Dreamer. Oh, God. (laughs) So, question Question one Where was Ric Flair born? That is question. He wanted the state or the city? Either or both. It's about being. Partially lenient if you get what part of it right or all of it. Question two Where is Ric Flair billed from? Mm-hmm. He's Googling his Jamie, I can see him do it. I'm on Word. Question three Ric Flair returned to the WWF in 2001 after the Alliance invasion. What was his new role in the company? What was his on-screen role in the company? Fantastic. Question four. Who did Ric Flair face in a street fight at the 2002 Royal Rumble pay-per-view? Hmm. Question five. In June 94, at Clash of the Champions 27, Ric Flair defeated who in a unification match merging the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship and the WCW World Heavyweight Championship? What pay-per-view was that again, sorry? Clash of the Champions 27. Question 6. Ric Flair lost a loser leaves the WWF match to who on the 25th of January 1993 episode of Raw and returned to WCW? Basically, that was how to write him off TV. Question 7. Ric Flair faced Hulk Hogan during what 2009 tour after retiring? 
I'm drunk. You can. Question eight. The infamous event of 2002, which was covered in the later series of Dark Side of the Ring involving Ric Flair, is known as what? Question nine. Ric Flair will come out of retirement this year for his final ever match at <laughs> what Jim Crockett promotion event? Oh dear. And number 10. This is a big one. Ric Flair is a 16-time world champion. Name which world championships he held and how many times for each one. So obviously you know whatever the titles are, whichever world titles he held have to add up to 16 altogether. If you can name the championships, I'll give you a clue. He's held three world championships the WWE recognise. Okay. So name all three, and you can have a point. And if you can guess how that breaks down, you can have That's an extra point. You can have an extra <laughs> point. Right, are we good? Okay. Question... That's too many for that one. Left <laughs> up to 16. No, yeah, I've got it to 16, but I think one's too many. Right. That's fine. Question Just one. Joe, where was Ric Flair born? Alabama. Dan. Alabama. Jamie. In Tennessee. He was born in Memphis, Tennessee. A point oh. to Jamie. Jamie, where is Ric Flair billed from? From Charlotte Flair, North Carolina. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina. And Dan. Charlotte, North Carolina. A point for each of you. Dan, Ric Flair returned to the WWF in 2001 after the Alliance invasion. What on-screen role did he have? Co-owner. Joe? General Manager. Jamie? Co-owner of World Wrestling Entertainment. The correct answer is co-owner of the World Wrestling Federation. Federation. Joe, who did Ric Flair face in a street fight at Royal Rumble 2002? Triple H. Jamie. Cactus Jack. Dan. Randy Orton. It was Vince McMahon. It was a few months after he became the co-owner. That was the feud <laughs> they were having. Right. Dan, who did Ric Flair beat at Clash of the Champions 27 to unify the International World Heavyweight Championship and the World Heavyweight Championship? Sting! <laughs> Jamie? I've also put Sting, but with loads of eyes. <laughs> Joe? Sting! The answer is Sting. You did it wrong. I was like, he can't put a, he can't put a Ric Flair in it. Sting! <laughs> Jamie, who did Ric Flair lose in a lo uh, lose to in a loser leaves WWF match on the 25th of January 1993 episode of Raw? It's a way to write him off TV and send him back to WCW. Ain't gonna probably cut him. I put Jim Duggan, Dan, Sergeant Slaughter, Joe, Jack the Snake, Mr. Perfect. Oh. 
Fair enough. <laughs> um, who am I? I'll go back to Joe. Joe, Ric Flair, after retiring, what tour did he take part in facing Hulk Hogan in 2009? The European tour? Dan? I know he was in Australia, so I put down under. Jamie? I just put impact. So this was <laughs> after he'd retired, so this was after he'd left the WWE, before he went to impact. Do you not remember Hulk Hogan made his own tour, and that was the main event he made? It, it was called the Hulkamania Let the Battle Begin Tour. That's what it was called. I know it was in Australia. <laughs> there was some... I remember it was the world tour. They went everywhere. The, the match cards. I think it's all on YouTube. The match cards were Mad Brutus Beefcake defeated Heidenreich. Nick Dinsmore defeated uh, Nick Dinsmore. So Eugene defeated the Pimp Father, which is a Godfather. <laughs> Nasty Boys defeated Vampire Warrior and Black Pearl. Spartan Three Thousand defeated Shannon Moore. Uh, which is end of 20, Spartan 2000. Mr. Anderson defeated Sean Morley. Brian Christopher and Kishi defeated Orlando Jordan and Osu Fatu, which was Umaga. And uh, the matches slightly changed over the four nights, but the main event was always Hogan versus Flair. And Hogan beat Flair all four nights in a row. It is his tour. It's what the fans want to see. Um, Question eight. The infamous event of 2002 is what, Jamie? The plane ride from hell. Dan? Plane ride from hell. And Joe? Same plane ride from hell. Correct. Does anybody know what the Jim Crockett promotion event is going to be called, in which Ric Flair is going to have his last ever match at this year? I literally just put Slammiversary. I put NWA power. Let me double check. I put a WA retire already. (laughs) It's going to be called Starcast 5. I was close. I got an S. (laughs) That sounds like a Mega Drive game. (laughs) It does. Right. Who want, before we go into the breakdown, who wants to have a guess at what the three world championships are to make up the 16? Dan? Yeah, I think that's pretty obvious, the three, sure. NWA, WCW, WWF. Anybody yeah, have any that's what I've got. No. Yeah. Joe, what did you have the same? Yeah, WWE, WCW, uh, WWF. Okay, so you all get a point for that. So, Just Dan, one. Just one, yeah. And you can get a bonus yeah, then you point get a point for your breakdown you now. That. So, have you got the breakdown right, Dan? Everyone gets 16 points if they get the right order. <laughs> um, WWF, three times. WCW, six. NWA, seven. Ooh. Jamie? I definitely went too high then, didn't I? I put NWA, 11. WCW, three. Two for WWF. I originally went for 12 the in Joe? NWA. Um, six. NWA, 5 WCW, 5 WWF. Right. So. I feel was, like WWF is only like two or three at the most. He was a two-time WWF champion. Right, that's a he good start. A, I get a point for that. No, you don't. It's a point for all three. It was a six-time 
WCW. Oh, I was so close. And he was an <laughs> eight-time NWA champion. I literally won off. What's oh. your points all together then, guys? What have you got? Five for me. Four. Six. Jamie does it. <laughs> he gets the point, which puts him on three. I think Tennessee, and that's we, the only ten I see. I think we know how you need to Ric Flair celebrate this one. Woo! Indeed, <laughs> that puts Dan on. <laughs> that puts Dan on seven, Joe on three, Jamie on three, and me on one. Who's on duty next week? It's me. <laughs> it's Good. me. He can't get it's another point. It'll finally LG, be me. Luke Gallows. Oh, You've got well, a week back, Taryn. You've got a week well, back. Well. And there we go. There's Eric Flakers. Well, thank you all, as always, everybody, for joining thank us. Thank you, Taryn. Dan, where can you find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're Grapple Cast Show. We're also available um, on your uh, social media platforms, your Facebook, your Instagrams, your Twitters, Grapplecast Show again. But make sure to give us a like, a subscribe. You can even do that on the Spotify. Um, as Joe sometimes mentions, we have our polls as well and our discussion points. You feel free to get involved. Give us a follow. We'll give you a follow back sometimes. Um, and yeah, get involved, guys. Smashing. Jamie, if you would like to do the honours. Well, I guess without further ado, I must bid you a good night and a goodbye. Yaki da. Bye. 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 Bye.